So, what's trending? Bridging your Catholic faith with your everyday life. You're listening to Trending with Timory on Relevant Radio. Hey, hey, it's great to be with you. I'm looking at this new Disney character, two characters that they brought into a show, and I'm frustrated. I don't know about you, but I keep hearing about these new cartoons for very, very little children. And we're not just talking about DuckTales with Huey, Dewey, and Louie. We're talking about agendas to manipulate children. More on that a little later on, because I think it's important that we are inspiring and educating children with the downtime they have watching TV, uh, even through entertaining stories. But we shouldn't be pushing an agenda or an experiment on kids. So don't go away. We'll be talking about that in just a little bit. Thanks for joining me. It's great to be with you. We're in week two trending with Tim Ray in this daily hour. If you want to give me a call, you can call in at 1-888-914-9149. And a special shout out to everyone new who's listening to Trending. We've been a program on the weekends for some time now here on Relevant Radio, and I'm happy to be with you daily for your daily commute once we get back to normal or wherever you are listening, whether in the radio or on the Relevant Radio app. And that's right, we have an app. So if you're not listening on the app, be sure to connect with us. So here's the deal. I have been looking at how unfortunate one major business or one kind of overall business grouping has been targeting people during the quarantine. And I don't think it's any surprise. Um, The fact that marketers are specifically advertising toward people who are intrigued by porn, um, who are lonely right now. They're looking for an outlet to kind of deal with their mental, emotional stress, financial stress, whatever might be going on. So we've seen this huge uptake in use of pornography. I mean, things like Pornhub offering like what would be exclusive paid for content for free on demand is absolutely atrocious. But there are also free programs out there to help people overcome pornography addictions. And let's be real, a pornography addiction is a sex addiction, no matter what way you put it. And you know, there may be little ears around. We're going to tell a little bit about some incredible stories, specifically about Terry Crews, actor Terry Crews. Um, If you've not heard his story before about kind of breaking free of the chains of pornography, you need to hear this because I've known for a number of years that Terry Crews was incredibly outspoken against pornography, but I didn't know his story. I knew he'd had a pornography addiction, but up until this week, I didn't really know the details. And I have to tell you, this story is gold because it's such a testament to marriage. It's a testament, I think, behind the scenes to Christianity. I don't know a lot about Terry Crews and his wife, Rebecca's faith, but I do know that they are Christian and they really try to practice what they believe. And, you know, I'm not some expert in Terry Crews. I'm sure someone could call in and tell me, well, did you know? I'm sure he did. I don't know. Um, But again, we can look at his story and to learn so much from it, whether we've struggled with pornography or not. Uh, Because I see 
you and I in his story. There's one point where he talks about how men operate on pride. And I'm sitting here thinking, no, men don't operate on pride. Sin operates on pride. So again, lean in. I think this is something that will be relevant to all of us. So I was looking at a, just a couple of videos from Terry Crews recently. And during the quarantine, he's been posting pretty actively on social media. And there's this one time where he's doing this hilarious video. Um, I almost reposted, but I couldn't get myself to because it was just a little nasty talking about Depends and making a joke about a Depends commercial. But here he is making these jokes, typical Terry Crews fashion, being silly um, about wearing Depends during the quarantine in one of his favorite shows. But as he's doing this, he's literally wearing one of those t-shirts that says porn kills. And I love it because it says porn kills love. And I think that that's a testament of Terry's story. He's been married 30 years now, but he almost lost the love of his wife, Rebecca, because of his pornography addiction. So here's what happened. As I was watching some of the videos about he and his wife sharing their testimony, he ends up talking about how he himself was living in the midst of what the current culture is calling toxic masculinity. But I think that he just na- hits that nail on the head because he actually refers to, for example, pornography addiction and where he was at, ultimately being a player in some ways behind his spouse's back as actual toxic masculinity because we have a problem in the culture right now when people think that men are toxic when in reality it's certain behaviors that are toxic. Men are not toxic. They are incredible contributors to the culture, including Terry Crews now after getting over this pornography addiction. So listen to this about what he refers to as toxic masculinity. My wife was trying to get me on the right plan, and there was the ego. I was a card-carrying member of this toxic masculinity, and it all came through with me realizing that I didn't know everything. When we got married, we started having a family. She put everything on hold for 20 years. There were times I would have three jobs at the same time, and she was like, I've got the kids, I'm taking care of the home. All during the success of the career, I've had an addiction to pornography. Wow, here's this man so willing to be open with some of the deepest, darkest moments of his life. That takes humility. That takes a changed man. And I really believe that Terry Crews is doing something incredible, using a platform, a God-given platform, to share the good news of being liberated from pornography. He did not say one word about pornography a couple weeks ago in that video. All he did was make it very clear that he was wearing a t-shirt that says, porn kills love. And it was fascinating to me because this person took a snapshot of Terry Crews wearing that porn kills love t-shirt. And he says, he reposts it and said, shame kills kids. And I thought that was interesting. You know, what a jerk. He has no idea what's happening behind the scenes in the pornography industry. We're talking about the buying and selling of children. Did you know, and this is, um, I don't want to use this as a scare tactic, but I want you to be aware of this, especially if you ever kind of start to think about maybe porn's okay. No, pornography is an addiction and it becomes worse and worse and worse. And that addiction goes so far that we go from a simple maybe photo that's not interactive to a video to masochism to all of a sudden I'm going to go there to child pornography. Did you know that child pornography is one of the fastest growing industries in the world? 
It's because when we become addicted to something, we want more. So you want to know what Terry Crews' response was to this guy saying that shame kills kids? He says porn sells kids because that's the truth of the matter. And Terry Crews is willing to speak up for what is real and true and what has very seriously impacted him and his marriage. But I have to tell you, one of my favorite parts about this whole story is actually his wife, Rebecca. She is just, I think, a great model in this situation of how we need to have some boundaries and expectations for people we love, whether it has to do with a pornography addiction or any type of bad behavior or addiction. By the way, if you're just joining us, go ahead and give me a call. You're listening to Trending with Tim Ray. The number is 1-888-914-9149. Again, that's 1-888-914-9149. I would love to connect with you on social media. See what you think about what we're discussing and hear from you about topics you'd like to hear covered. Head over to relevantradio.com forward slash trending to connect on social media. So here's some of what Rebecca ends up doing. So one night, I believe just over the last number of years, uh, Rebecca's at home with her kids and she realizes that her husband, who's not home, is on set, is out pretty late. And it turns out she figures out after kind of prying and knocking at that door that he was out alone with one of his colleagues and it turned into as she's kind of continuing to pry uh, he ends up making this huge confession to her and he confesses years worth of infidelity pornography addiction and so much and you want to know what her reaction was this girl kicked him out she said no that's not acceptable for her and her children. And so what happened is he had to rise to the occasion and really change his attitude in the entire situation. So I want to play this clip of kind of her just laying the law down and but also where she was coming from. I believe in the heart of every man is this little bit of pride, this little bit of arrogance that says, oh, she won't leave. But when he saw that I meant business, I think it really challenged him. He says that he made the commitment to get better, whether or not he got us back. Eventually, Rebecca did choose to come back. I had to earn it, and still I'm earning it. So Terry Crews recognized by his wife literally kicking him out that he had to do something. And he recognized that, that required that he had to change. Listen to this. And you know what happened? I was literally thinking, my God, you know what? It's her. It's her fault, isn't it? But you know, I realized it was me. Wow. And all of a sudden, I knew I had to change. And I had a friend who told me, he said, you need to get better for you, man. And I went to rehab. I was like, I need to get break this. And it was something that it was a it was a stronghold. But I thank God I'm out of it. And I learned how to, to you know, you, you, you learn that you've learned a lot of wrong things. You know right, what I mean? Right. And I learned to correct them. And now my wife and I are better than ever. We're back together. It's super strong. And, you know, it's wild because you can't keep secrets in a relationship. Right. Yeah, I love that. Praise the Lord. Isn't this incredible news? But I have to tell you, it took something drastic. It took a massive conversion years into their marriage, years into a successful public career, years into multiple children. I believe they have five children. And 
here we are. He had to go to rehab. He had to be kicked out of his home to be shaken up. He had to be encouraged by someone else to say, you need to get right with yourself. This isn't just about your marriage. This is about you. And I think that this is one of those distinct moments where we need to remember, you know, sometimes we guilt people into having a conversion or into making better decisions. And I have to say, I think that's wrong, especially when we look at kind of firsthand experience of working with women in crisis pregnancy. If all we focus on is that baby and not on the woman herself, she's not going to think that we care anything about her. She's not going to even think that we want her to do better in life, uh, that we want her to be happy because she's going to think, well, my my um, life is only for the sake of this child. Now, we could say, yes, one of the greatest things you could do is lay down your life for your child, but you are also important. And that's something that's so fundamentally important and why Terry went to rehab was to kind of get himself right with himself, right with God. And he praises God for this having happened in his own life. But here's where we come to the point where he talks a little bit more about his own addiction. And he talks about how pride was really at the heart of this in many ways. I, I got to tell you, man, guys operate off pride. Tell it, honey. We operate off, we do. <laughs> no, and, and you're successful. You feel like that buys you a pass that it's her, that it's them, it's everyone else. But then a small voice came to me and said, maybe it's me. You know, I did not go to rehab to get my wife back. I went there because I needed to be a better person. Maybe it's me. I love his wife in the background. Mm, you preach, honey. Like, you go. This is what we need to hear because she has witnessed her husband go to the deepest, darkest moment. She has had to be in the midst of that, respond to that, see it and live with it day in and day out. And she sees that her husband has been liberated from having been in the midst of the sin and darkness and just yuckiness and that he can be happy and free. And she's saying preach because she recognizes other people need to understand this. And he even talks about how, you know, having this successful career, he was operating on pride. But I have to be honest, he's not the only one. Men don't operate on pride. Sin operates on pride. Pornography is not just a man's issue. So we may be discussing specifically Terry Cruz's past addiction to pornography and how it nearly wrecked his marriage. But in reality, we're talking about our own story. And this is why people such as St. Augustine, St. Paul have been so radically popular in the tradition of the church because they've gone to hell and back in the darkness of sin and they have been liberated by our Lord Jesus Christ and they see that we are so human and I think that that's something I want to touch on in just a minute he doesn't say hey just pray your rosary just go to a church service no he says I needed rehab and so we're going to talk about some practical ways here in just a minute to help overcome that type of pornography addiction because it's really important and I think that it's important to recognize that things probably wouldn't have worked out with his wife if he hadn't gone to rehab. And those are one of those moments where we forget that rehab, 
therapy. These are all things to help us along in our journey when there have been deep wounds that have taken place. And pornography is a deep wound to our sexual integrity, to the way we operate, to the way we view another human person, but also to the very simple way that we view ourselves. So I want to come back in a second here to Rebecca's story, his wife. You're listening to Trending with Timory. Thanks for being with me. You can find me on social media at Timory. That's T-I-M-M-E-R-I-E. So Rebecca Cruz, Tara Cruz's wife, is basically the bomb. I just have to say, she kicks her husband out when she finds out about this addiction. And I have to tell you, I know so many women who are dating a guy who aren't even willing to break up with the guy because because she loves him she cares about him he means so much to her okay well the guy's addicted to pornography and he's now putting sexual pressure on you are you kidding me you're not willing to break up with him you think he needs you to get over his pornography addiction i'm sorry honey but he's using you he is using you and yet because we're so intimately sexually wrapped up in one another we can't see past this and i know people good church going people who say yeah well i'm going to confession and i'm receiving the sacraments confession is a miracle worker but god cannot work a miracle on you if you are coming back over and over again confessing the same sin he's forgiving you but you have no amendment of purpose you're not trying to change he's trying to transform you but you're not willing to go there so i see the girls they're not willing to leave that guy who has a pornography addiction who's expecting unrealistic things from them things that shouldn't even be done outside of marriage yet alone inside side of marriage at times. This is what pornography does. It puts unrealistic expectations, whether you're married or unmarried, on the person of the opposite sex, whether it's emotional or physical expectations. I mean, we know of 12 year olds who are getting text messages from boys they know, sending them naked images of themselves, wanting the girls to respond. This is how bad the exposure to pornography is. That's why when Terry Crews comp made that comment back to the guy in social media that porn sells kids, it also abuses kids. It manipulates kids and it confuses children. And this is why we have to be willing to speak up. And that's why people such as Rebecca Cruz, again, are awesome. She was willing to go there and kick her husband out. She was willing to not put up with pornography and cheating. And she was willing to put her children first. She even said, okay, and I'm not saying that this is right from a Catholic perspective necessarily, but she's like, I'll take your money. You'll pay for my children. She even says at one point in the interview, and you'll pay for me and my new spouse to to be able to raise your children like she just lays it down on him like i am going to make sure that i do what i need to do to take care of this family and i have to say there's another thing that stood out to me about the whole story and that is that is that she is actually a stay-at-home mom she raised their children and she at one point terry mentions in the interview that you know, he was even trying to juggle three jobs at once. His wife's like, hey, I've got the kids. I'm taking care of our home. And he had that pressure put on him financially to perform. You know, different people in modern society have different ways of operating. But again, props to Rebecca Cruz for saying my priority is my home where my children are. And even in the midst of kicking her husband out because of pornography addiction, she was yet again saying my priority is even my marriage because you need to have boundaries in life 
And if you don't put those boundaries up, you really don't have any priorities. If you say, yeah, I'm okay with extramarital affairs, I'm okay with emotional cheating, I'm okay if you look at pornography, you're not holding boundaries, you're not even holding yourself up to a high standard if you're okay with other people engaging in such ways. And so this is, I think, the great heart of the story of Terry Crews. Terry Crews now appreciates his wife, Rebecca, in ways I think he probably didn't before. And 30 years into marriage, after the worst possible circumstances, they're doing great. And listen to this, how he's really, in his own words, gotten to the point where he appreciates her love for him even well, even better than he did before. Rebecca Cruz is my backbone. When someone knows you from good all the way to the rottenest, dirtiest part of you and loves you anyway, that's the rarity. That's where you want to be. Great. You know, we don't often hear the good stories about Hollywood. And this is one of those stories that we need to hear. You know, we need to know that people can last through 30 years of marriage and it not be all hunky-dory and easy. That it was challenging. It was difficult. She even kicked him to the curb at one point and he ended up in rehab to get over his pornography addiction. But they made it through by the grace of God and by kind of reaching out and hitting that wall and turning around. And so here's my message to you. There is hope even in the midst of the darkest moments of our lives. And maybe you feel right now that this quarantine is rock bottom for you, whether financially, spiritually, because we're separated from the Eucharist, because we're confused by decisions being made, both from our civil leaders and from our religious leaders. We're heartbroken to have this separation from one another. And even just going to the grocery store and having to look at someone through a mask. I mean, the only bit of them that I can actually see is their eyes. And you're almost trying to communicate and smile with your eyes just to show there's some level of a human interaction taking place still. And that we're not void of this human connection. Maybe there's a loneliness that's really going on and stirring within you right now. And you're just kind of feeling at that rock bottom point. There are resources. And one of those resources that I want to push out there is specifically for pornography, for people who want to get out of this sexual addiction. One of the great speakers who is doing an incredible job addressing this issue is Matt Frad. Matt Frad has been speaking about pornography for a number of years and this past year launched a new 21-day detox program called Strive 21. You can find it at strive21.com. And he talks about how we need to make a decision with regard to pornography. Listen to this. Look, you have a decision to make. Will you stay where you are? Or will you strive every day to become the man you're called to be? Join me on this 21-day challenge, and I know you'll experience hope and freedom like never before. Strive21.com is an incredible resource that is free right now. You don't have to wait. You can access it today and dive in to be liberated from the sexual addiction that pornography is, whether minor, but in reality, is any sexual addiction really minor? That's like saying sin isn't that big of a deal. We need to stop making excuses for ourselves. Again, this isn't just about pornography. 
What am I struggling with? What is coming to the forefront of my spiritual journey right here, right now, as I'm living at home and maybe getting annoyed by the people I'm dealing with day to day? We're going to be talking about anger a little later on this week. Listen to this clip to understand just a little better what Strive 21 is. Strive is an experience unlike any other. It isn't an isolated program. You're entering a worldwide community of brothers who are committed to a common mission and who are supporting each other along the way. You will perhaps for the first time understand why you look at porn, what's happening in your brain when you watch it, know what personal triggers to avoid, and how to use technology and accountability to keep you free for good. When you start to battle pornography, you are literally working to rewire your brain, to rewire your bad habits. And there are some things that you need because I think that sometimes people think, oh, I can stop pornography just by praying the rosary, by going to confession, by receiving the sacraments. And I was talking to my husband, I was telling Terry Cruz's story this morning, and he looked at me and he said this, it's not this or that. It's not therapy or the rosary. It's both because we're so human. We're so physically tangibly oriented. We need that accountability partner. We need the accountability through filtration software. So I want to encourage you, dive in, use strive21.com and be freed from pornography.